to the Double E Podcast with your host, Ed. Uh, Eddie's uh, still under the weather today, so I will be doing this podcast by myself. Um, this is a unique podcast. I've been following this person uh, on Periscope, which I've been talking about on the last couple of uh, episodes, uh, but I've been following her for, I don't know, months or two now. Um, she was who's who of America's top scholars. Um, she was on National Honor Society. Uh, I met her because she's a fitness junkie, even though some people say enthusiast. I say fitness junkie. Um, she was on the National Recognition for the Arts and Music uh, she's also a graphic artist. Let's give it up for My Shine. My Shine, how you doing? You're doing awesome. You try to look so far so good. You're just trying to get better. <laughs> how are you? I am doing fine. Okay. First question. Okay. How long have you worked out today? Uh, to date, I mean, I, that's always a hard question for me to answer because I've always been active growing up as a kid. I've always been a bit of a tomboy, so I was the kind of girl that would be running outside, playing, going around with boys, that kind of thing. So I've never been the kind of sit down, sit still, and do nothing kind of person. Uh, but I started, like, taking working out as a deliberate thing. Uh, when I first started playing high school sports, I got a little exposed to, to lifting here and there. Uh, but I kind of took over the reins when I started going to college. So about, I've been active all my life. It's the easy question. It's the easy answer. <laughs> <laughs> so I see, seriously working out. I say over the last three to five years, and, I, and when I kind of took things to another level. And, uh, you know, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Now, I was looking uh, at your Twitter account to kind of, like, get an idea of... Um, your workout regimen. And you, I got up at 4.30, hit the gym at 5.30, uh, four and a half hours, three and a half hours cardio. How many hours do you actually spend in the gym? It varies. <laughs> I've never been, I'm, kind of, I'm going to give you a heads up now. I don't really have a lot of straight answers as far as my fitness journey. <laughs> so, just to give you a heads up. But as far as... Um, the time that I spend in the gym, it varies. I only say that because I, I love basketball. You know, like I mentioned before, that's my main sport. That's a sport that kind of sparked my my uh, my fitness motivation and things of that nature. So the times I'm in the gym when I lift, I usually spend usually no more than two hours lifting. It really depends on the body part that I'm working and things like that. Um, I could spend as little as 45 minutes lifting. It varies, but the other two hours, three hours really come to me just playing pickup basketball and not wanting to get off the foot. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, are you a uh, all-basketball fan, or is it just college, just pro, uh, WNBA? I mean, do you watch everything, or just... Um, 
I wish I could say that, but ironically, as much as I play it, I play it a lot more than I watch it, to be completely honest. Oh, <laughs> and that wow. goes to sports in general. That goes to sports in general. I've always been the kind of person that wants to be in the game. When it comes to watching it, uh, hit me up during the finals and, and the Super Bowl. That's about it. Wow. So now, who do you play like? Who? who? You're, you're pretty who small. Do I play like? Yeah, yeah. You got to be like a shooting guard or a point guard. Uh, I'm a little, I would say, more in between a shooting guard and a small forward, honestly. When I was, um, when I first started playing um, uh, organized basketball, I got my first kind of exposure in eighth grade, the tail, the tail in the eighth grade. And I was kind of tall for my age back then. And they put me at small forward because they already had all the guard positions filled. So I was raised a forward initially, and then, you know, I always had a knack for handling the ball, so I'd always switch back and forth between shooting guard and uh, small forward. But you look so little. <laughs> like, in, in, like, on your periscopes, where you're always sitting down, it seems. Uh... Yeah, yeah, well, I'm 5'10", I'm 5'10", so I'm not, that's why you can say small forward, if anything. Oh, okay. See, I had you pegged at, like, five foot. Yeah. No, not even close. <laughs> no, I know. I'd have seen you in real life. I'd have said, you know, there's a lady like smaller than you running around on Periscope. Okay. Wow. No, no, I've actually never gotten that before. That's funny. Wow. Yeah, you looked a lot smaller. I guess they say TV adds ten pounds. I guess Periscope subtracts ten inches. Okay. Yeah, right. I think it's the angle. Yeah, I was the phone up above me. That's why. Say, say, say. So now, so, so, um, did you play basketball in college? Uh, uh, initially, it was an idea. It was a dream. That's pretty much the best way I can tell you. At one point, that was in high school. I know it would have been in my mind in high school. The thought of playing in college would have been cool. But as far as I wished or hoped to do so but when I finally got there you know my high school career was a lot more disappointing than I expected it to be and um I kind of let that that dream go when I didn't really have the the footage or the fundamentals to kind of build a reel and all that stuff to get recruited uh but when I finally did go to college I kept playing recreationally I always played with the guys growing up and I continued to do so and um even when I was playing around the gym during open gym I started getting attention from uh the team captain was asked to play, but by then uh, I was kind of already into like the full style of routine of going. I had like two, three part-time jobs. I was going to school part uh, full-time by then, so I didn't really think I had the the time to devote to a full, like you know, drawn-out uh, season and stuff like that. Okay, now right now you are a uh, phys- a personal trainer. Is I'm that, working on my certification. Okay, <laughs> on your moment. certification. I'm not official yet, but I'll be able to say that in, uh, in a couple weeks. Oh, wow. And then you just had a photo shoot, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk more about that. Who was that for, and uh, what was the shoot like? Well, right now, um, this year, I, you know, me turning 25 was like, uh, it was exciting and scary at the same time, you know, for, for the reasons of, you know, I'm official as far as being fully into adulthood now, and uh, <laughs> I guess a little, a little, uh, a little scary knowing that, all right, 25 now, we got to get get some things moving. So I was kind of hitting the the quarter life crisis thing. So with me, 
Um, fitness has opened up a lot as far as me building my self-confidence and self-image. I've done a lot of, uh, what is it, uh, upgrading in the last few years. <laughs> in the natural way, I mean. But I've done a lot as far as, you know, building myself up as a, a whole different person. If you saw me four or five years ago, you really wouldn't recognize me, honestly. So doing photo shoots um, along with my reason for having us, so me getting used to being in front of the camera. I've done a little photography on my own back in the day. So I figured I'd flip the script, get in front of the camera, and uh, I decided to book a few photo shoots to kind of get myself out there and push myself to do something different beyond what I'm used to and get out of that comfort zone. Okay. Uh, then on your Periscope, you were talking about um, that you really like, I want to say cut weight for the photo shoot. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a whole nother, uh, a whole nother level for me. For me, um, me always being active, I had the luxury of, you know, burning more calories than the average woman. So my diet didn't always have to be on point the way that I did. Uh, but I got to a point to where I knew I was capable of doing more and decided to really work on my, my nutrition over the last, i say as of January, February of this year, when I really started to take it serious, say I needed to take it up a notch and practice what I preach, so to speak, <laughs> and, uh, and try some things up and see what can really happen. So I booked the photo shoot with motivation, and I hired my first um, online coach back in February to prepare for my first shoot in March. And um, then I had another coach that I really wanted to work with from April up until July. And it really, like, when I say it was worth it, I, that's an understatement. I, I I got leaner than I ever thought I was possible, you know, was capable of for me, and um, was able to main, maintain muscle, which is a big deal for me, and so far, it's been great. It's been great. It definitely was worth it. It was a hard, you know, it wasn't easy, you know, I was trying mentally, uh, you know, like I expressed on my Periscope account and uh, my uh, my scope, but it was definitely worth it. I survived, the, the pictures were taken, the six pack was there, everything was lined up nice and tight. <laughs> I can't be uh, happy enough. <laughs> All right. Now, are you going to post these pictures on Twitter, or is this just uh, for, you know, sending out for, uh, I mean, what are you going to do with the pictures? It's actually going to be a little bit of both. Um, I like to slowly leave things on social media. Uh, I like to respect the photographers, you know, as far as their art is concerned, because obviously they're the ones who took the pictures, so we kind of have a mutual um, agreement of how we release these pictures. Um, but for my last two shoots on my Facebook, I released the pictures. Um, I work with two different photographers, one for my studio shot, and then one for more of my outdoor and interactive shoots. It's kind of been just for, you know, building up my experience. So um, as I get better at the modeling side of things, I definitely do plan on, you know, sending these out and, and showing the industry what I got. Okay. Now, you want to be a fitness trainer, which... Um I shouldn't say you want to be. You are going to be. Um, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are very determined. Once you once you set your mind to something, it's it's a done deal. Uh, I've noticed that about you. That uh, and I and you're so honest about falling off the wagon. Let's say, okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, and and uh, let's 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 dwell into that real quick. The last time you fell off was just this weekend, I think. Yeah. 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 Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, you, your little sugar addiction. 
So if someone wants to, if someone wants to to um, to get her, all you need to do is provide donuts and milk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. in privilege. Yeah. Not, not, not at the same time, but those uh-huh. are definitely. Uh, I can't get enough of them. I don't know why, but I blame my mother. <laughs> now, and but then you you go on to say that even if you fall off, it's just how quick you get back on that matters. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, your sister recently had a birthday, and you you fell off again. You want to tell us that story again? Yeah, sure, no problem. So what I what ended up happening was I scheduled my shoot, uh, my last shoot in July, for like around the beginning, no, around the middle. Let me backtrack. Actually, originally the shoot was actually going to be at the end of June, and what happened was there was a clash with the schedule with my photographer, where he had a huge opportunity to uh, work with you know some really well-named people, and he's you know, moving himself up in the industry, and we're really good friends. So I, I sacrificed my, my appointment to uh, let him, you know, take on that opportunity. And um, fast forward to July, we had to keep pushing the date. And it actually worked out because I had time to keep working on my diet, keep tightening things up, and uh, getting things to look right. So it definitely worked out for the better. But uh, fast forward to the week that we were supposed to do the shoot, uh, my sister's birthday was last Friday of that week. She was turning 21. And I had the shoot originally scheduled uh, for that Tuesday, and I was all set, ready to go, was at my lowest weight to date, and my makeup artist fell under the weather at the very last minute, and I could not scramble to find a back up in time, and we had to reschedule it for the Friday of my sister's birthday to knock it out by any means necessary. So, <laughs> after the shoot, you know, I, I was so mentally ready for Tuesday to be done that those extra 72 hours were... I, I'm not, I can't even describe how much of how taxing it was mentally to kind of just say, all right, three more days when I was so ready to be done. <laughs> and um, just that, that mental, it was like a, a dam building up with water. Uh, by the time I got to Friday and to finally do the shoot, to finally be finished, um, on top of it being my sister's birthday, it was like all, all hell broke forth. Basically, <laughs> so um, I was so done. I was so ready to just let loose. Uh, my sister's birthday came up, and we went out to eat. You know, the typical, you know, 21st birthday celebration. And not only did we go out Friday, but we went out Saturday as well. And Saturday we went to a Chinese buffet. And you know, for me, the idea of like, you know, how you finish running once you get, you, you get to the finish line, you start running. You know, so that's what happened with me. Uh, I let loose a little bit. And before you know it, it was a roller coaster that went downhill and kept going. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, the leftovers from the buffet, before you know it, Friday, kind of Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, no. all the way into the next, uh, the next weekend. And, uh, you know, I slowly tried to, like, okay, I had enough, you know, quote-unquote, fun now. Time to kind of reel it back a little bit, reel it back. And then I had those mental checkpoints to where I kind of know that I'm going a little too far. Let's see where I am. Believe it or not, I gained like eight pounds over the course of that weekend alone. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That that yeah, yeah. that is your double E version. The Periscope version is a little different because uh, your mom made her a uh, what was what was the dessert? Oh, oh! <laughs> I was actually going to get to that part. Okay. Yeah, um, my mother, my mother, uh, 
she had her own personal taste. I didn't touch that. My sister likes chocolate. I'm not really big on chocolate. So um, what she did, she also bought these red velvet cupcakes, which I found out she got from um, ShopRite, which is a, I don't know if you guys have a ShopRite where you are. But, um, but yeah, she found those. They have a great bakery, and those ended up in the house. I tried one, and the rest was history. And, and, and where where did we stop? Okay, we tried one, and that tasted good. What number did we stop on? Um, <laughs> well, with, with, with her class, I only had three. And she got, she's like, all right, I know how you are. Get away from my cakes. And that was that. So what I did, I went to the store and bought my own. <laughs> the original pack actually comes with 12. So I actually had... When I bought my own pack, I had I had nine. I had nine. <laughs> so you had a dozen over so, the weekend. Yes, yes, yeah. I did. And not only that, I tried to try to keep it realistic for my personal family, but I actually bought three of those packs, three of those twelve packs. So I actually had thirty-six of those bags. <laughs> they're not the giant cookies that you that you're used to seeing. They kind of it doesn't sound as bad. It's still bad. But it's those little, those uh, quarter-sized cupcakes that you can buy, those mini cupcakes. But see, it's still... <laughs> see, see, and that's what I—that's what I love about you because you are not um, perfect. You know, right? Uh, you see a not lot of these—you see a lot of these trainers. They get on and they—they they talk about how well you know. Oh, well, you got to stick to this diet. You got to do this. You got to do this. You know, but by you admitting to falling off and getting back on, uh, it's encouraging to not only to myself, but to others to know that, you know, hey, you know, even even these these people with these physiques that we would love to have, have their bad days as well. You know, exactly. Uh, and yeah. what I've learned from one of my coaches, it's not about. You know, for me, yeah, I felt guilty about it. But at the same time, I didn't because it's not about beating yourself up over it. That's, you know, that does, does more mental damage to you than, you know, you acknowledging that you made the decision, own up to it, and, okay, let's get back on track. You got to kind of handle it as knowing that it's a deliberate decision versus something that involuntary that you can't control. A lot of people um, take their, their downfalls when it comes to their diet and say, oh, I couldn't help myself and this, this, that, no. You decided to do it, own up to it, get back on track. That's what it's all about. See, now what kind of diet are you on, or what kind, or do you even believe in a diet? You know, I mean, there's so um, many out there. Well, the term in itself is always a bit of a a gray area. I mean, a diet. I can't even kind of me personally. I don't really try to define it. Uh, but my my um. What I've been doing is kind of unconventional uh, for most people because it's still kind of, I guess it's, it's still disciplined, but in a different kind of way, as opposed to sticking to just uh, specific foods and things of that nature and having to do and do not have lists. Uh, what I do is I track my macronutrients, which are your uh, the amount of grams of protein, the amount of grams of carbohydrates, uh, the amount of grams of fats, and the amount of grams of fiber that I have daily. Uh, I had I worked with the coaches that I've been working with this year, and what they did was calculate uh, the specific amounts that I was supposed to aim for on a daily basis. 
So what I would do, I wouldn't have any food restrictions, but I have to, you know, check the back nutrition labels, do the math, and figure out, you know, what I could have within that day to meet those numbers um, as close as possible. Oh, okay. Uh, so then, um, let me. So it's basically just like a calorie count type thing. In a sense, but kind of like on a slightly deeper, more specific level. I mean, the macronutrients all add up to a specific, uh, specific number of calories at the end of the day, but focusing on making sure you regulate that ratio versus having whatever and meeting that that calorie number and makes a difference in your body composition. Okay. Now, uh, because I don't really consider myself a bodybuilder, I'd say I'm a body mm-hmm. built because I'm not doing anything to change this. Okay. So, <laughs> so, but if I decided, because I really would like to lose some, uh, some weight around the gut. Okay. I don't need to get a okay. six pack. I don't, I don't need it, but it'd be nice to be able to put a, uh, the the towel, you know, you get out the shower, you wrap the towel around your waist. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. I want to be able to wrap it around my waist and not have that slit where my leg is showing in the side. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I get you, know? you know, I blame it on her. I say that she's shrinking the towels. Okay. <laughs> how how do you how does a guy lose the weight around the midsection? That's a very, very popular, popular question. And um, the simplest way to go about it is to move more, obviously. Um, the gut area, mostly for men, not so much for It depends on, you know, everybody's hormone levels are slightly different, not to get too, too technical and scientific uh, about it. But uh, the gut is usually the first place you gain and the last place you lose, unfortunately and fortunately. Um, the easy way to go about it as far as if you were just to tweak your diet and not change anything as far as your activities, um, from my personal experience, as far as what's most effective is to cut down your carbs, carbohydrate intake. Not to cut it down to where you're having no carbs, but to have it, kind of have it to where you're eating things that are, you know, more so along the lines of proteins and fat, dense, and um, keeping your carbohydrates as low as possible. But um, within reason, obviously. But that's the simplest way I would say to go about it because breaking down, you know, cutting your carbs is going to bring down your calories, which is also going to help you lose weight. Okay. And carbohydrates usually bloat you in the stomach area, so a lot of stuff that's going on in your stomach is not always just fat. A lot of it is, you know, water retention, bloating, all that stuff contributes to the way, you, the way, you, the way your stomach looks. So that'd be my best, my best first answer, I guess. <laughs> okay. Now, now, and and, and bear with me because this is going to be, I'm going to explain it first and then I'm going to ask okay. the question, okay? All right. Okay. Um, oh, now I can't think of his name. Brett Favre, okay? Been playing in the uh-huh. NFL. He's been playing in the NFL for like, I think they said like seven, eight years. And... Um, I forgot it was a second-string quarterback. They're in the uh, training room together watching film, and the coach says, okay, uh, you know, this team loves to play a lot of nickel and dime defense. And Brett Favre asked the guy, now, now mind you, he's been playing for like eight, nine years in the NFL. He asked this guy, mm-hmm. he, goes, he goes, what's the difference between a nickel and a dime? 
And the guy thought he was playing. He's like, yeah, man, all right, whatever. He goes, no, for real, what's the difference? I don't know. And he goes, a nickel is with five defensive backs and a dime is with six. And he goes, is that it? He goes, heck, they still got to play with 11 players. I don't care where they put them, you know? So with, with that being said, what the heck? Everybody says cutting carbs. What are carbs? Carbohydrates are your one of your main energy sources as far as uh, nutritionally. Um, they now don't quote me on it because I'm still learning, but I believe every gram of carbs has roughly either four or seven grams of seven calories per gram of carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. So, but say what? Well, the reason why I'm giving you this information is because these are the most expendable calories that um, are usually the easiest to get rid of as far as not damaging the where do I, body. Where do I find carbs? You can find carbs in usually the things that taste the, 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 the nicest, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Potatoes, your, your, your rice, your cakes. You know, for me, uh, my carbs have been through the roof with these donuts. <laughs> so, to kind of give you an idea, that's where you'll find your carbs is in your highly palatable uh, foods. Potatoes, rice, is there bread? Candy, your, your gummy candy, um, even in gum itself has a few carbs in it. Uh, soda especially, that's that's almost all carbs unless it's diet. Uh, but yeah, stuff like that. Oh, wow. See, yeah. I, I've never known what carbs was. And then when people would say stuff, I just go ahead and act like I knew what they were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I did. No, no, the only stupid question is the one you don't ask. Oh, let me tell you this. This this really happened to me too, okay? I meet this lady that I worked with like five years ago, okay? We hadn't seen each other right. for five years. And I go, hey, how's your daughter? And she goes, oh, my daughter's doing great. She goes, I just had a son uh, two years ago, uh and I said, oh, wow. I said, you must be uh, happy, two kids. And she said, yeah, my son's autistic. And I said, oh, wow. And they found out so quick. You should be proud. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know it was a bad thing. Okay. Wow. It sounded like a good thing. It sounded like they would come to me and say, hey, Ed, your son's autistic. And I would be like, I knew he could draw. I knew it. Okay. (laughs) Wow. I have avoided that lady ever since because I felt so bad. I didn't find out what it was for like a year until uh, Doug Flutie got on the commercial and was talking about it. I it just when when it's a bad thing, they need to make it sound bad. They shouldn't make it sound like something that you should be excited about. So, yeah, I didn't know anything about Everybody talks about carbs. I didn't know what it was, you know. <laughs> I mean, But yeah. you're very right. You're, you're very true. A lot of, you know, the fitness industry will kind of, uh, you know, uh, recycle the same information over and over. And after a while, we kind of lose the root of where this information came from. So I definitely, you know, thanks for letting me know that because a lot of times we believe things are understood. See, yeah, yeah, because you know what it is, and then you just figure everybody else does, so I'll just skip over it and and go on. Um, you had a tweet the other day 
which I thought was really, really cool. Um, it was about, here, find an excuse to quit or find a way to win. Either way, you'll find what you're looking for. Did Is that something yeah. that you came up with? Or did you find, read it somewhere or what? Um, most of the stuff that I put up there is stuff that I come up with. I mean, a lot of, any kind of original thought is not entirely original. Most of the time you hear it somewhere and don't remember. And then you have reasons before you know it, you think of something that came up on your own. Right. Uh, but I think for me, I, I got that from me having a conversation with a potential client that I'm uh, starting to work with. And um, we were just talking about how, you know, you're around people that uh, come up with excuses. And even from, you know, my own personal fitness journey, I've never had the luxury of having a workout partner because of people that would always find an excuse to quit or to stop showing up or that couldn't hang around. And, um, you know, that just kind of brought that, that idea back to me as far as, for me, we all started at the same point. I mean, the people that I, that I asked to work out with or people that asked to work out with me back when I was first getting started, um, you know, I didn't have the muscles that I have now. And the difference between me and them is that I, I started and kept going and, you know, for me, I always have times where I didn't feel like getting up in the morning or times where I was, you know, running on two hours of sleep and didn't want to go to the gym, but I found a reason to go anyway. You just like the same person that has the same circumstance and would use that same, uh, you know, uh, reason to justify them staying in bed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, and that's the thing with me. I can come up with a bunch of different reasons on why... I shouldn't, you know? Uh, and then when I do actually decide that I'm going to, okay, you know what? You know, my shine, you didn't inspired me. I'm going to actually work out today, which I am. My biggest thing is overdoing it the first day. Right. Okay? Uh, believing that I'm 25 again and that I can push push myself, you know, past the limit mm-hmm. uh, working out once you once you're like starting training is it I mean I'm, how do you not do that you know how do you not overdo it yes uh, well basically for me uh, I mean I've always been overly ambitious so I probably, I'm probably not the ideal example of not overdoing it. My way of not overdoing it was finding out what overdoing it felt like and then not doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess for most people, it would, it would be to have um, an attainable goal and to not try and achieve everything on the first day. You know, for me, uh, well, not for me, but for like, for example, say, you know, you want to just go for the first time and you haven't gone to the gym in a while. Instead of saying, oh, I'm going to run an hour on a treadmill, at least just conquer the first 10 minutes before you even commit to that, <laughs> you know? Okay. So finding those those small victories first that you can, you know, that are attainable and then kind of working on building and breaking those records and not setting, you know, you can still set big goals, but just have small attainable ones you can celebrate along the way so that you don't overwhelm yourself. All right. See, because the first thing I did... Um... Oh, I told my daughter that I was going to go 10 weeks without any cookies, which now I don't know what week I'm on, uh, but it doesn't even phase me now. I can walk into the store. 
I walk to the store, I see them, I don't even want them. You know? Uh, I don't mm-hmm. miss them anymore or, or nothing. So now I'm going to pick a second item uh, and then, you know, and just slowly kind of cut back on my sweets intake. Uh, and that's the best way to do it is, is not to cut you off, but that's the best way to do it. Kind of have goals to build on top of and not trying to accomplish and cut off everything at once. My doing my nutritional journey, what I did was, um, you know, I kind of built my way up. I started with cutting one thing, not cutting everything at once. You know, I still had one thing and then the other, but I would kind of, you know, start as something that I can focus on. You want to have focus goals, things that you can focus on and um, kind of go from there. So that's what I did. Now they, it's working oh, for you, okay. so you're on the right track. Cool. They say it takes twice as long to lose the weight as it did to gain it. Is that a true statement? Or do you know? Say one more time. That it takes twice as long to lose it as it did to gain it. Is that a true uh, statement or not really? I wouldn't say it's it's uh, written in stone because everybody's circumstances, everybody's um, the amount of weight that you're trying to lose, obviously, you know, depends on how much weight that you're trying to lose, what you're doing to lose that weight, your daily activity level. There's a lot of different uh, factors in everybody's individual daily lives that affect that time frame. Now, to give you a benchmark, it's definitely a nice way to keep things in perspective, keep people's minds right because Today, you know, you can agree that everybody has a microwave mentality. Everybody wants things, wants things right now, and um, you know, right. that's how you go about it. Okay, now, do you weigh yourself, or should a person weigh themselves during, like, say, uh, and if so, how often? Say that one more time. I'm sorry. I said, I said, should a person. Say we get on a, a weight loss program, uh, should we weigh ourselves every day, maybe once a week? What would you recommend? If your goal is weight loss, uh, if you have like massive weight loss goals, uh, for the I mean my my idea and my answer to that has actually changed over like since I've had my first coaching experience. Because um, what we've done, my first, my personal coaching experience, I actually have to weigh myself on a daily basis. And for some people, that's unless you understand why and and how the body works, that can actually drive you crazy. <laughs> because I know, um, you know, like I spoke on my last two scopes, uh, over the course of me, you know, taking out, I guess, to, so to say, uh, my weight has fluctuated uh, up and down, regardless of me you know, kind of kind of doing what I did in the kitchen. <laughs> so, um, as far as weighing yourself, uh, initially, for most people that are uneducated about how the body, you know, gains and loses weight, I would say for mental, you know, to, to be less stressed, you can weigh yourself probably on a weekly basis. It's probably the best way to go about it. Um, but if you do, like, if somebody's around to, to show you why the body fluctuates in weight, um, weighing yourself daily will definitely give you a more accurate overall picture of what your body's doing. And the only reason why I weigh myself daily is to get an average of my weight. So it's not just to look at the scale and say, oh, all right, I gained two pounds and I'm back down three pounds. Not just, you know, to see it happen, but to know why. Okay. Now, 
with women and you know they, the, the the cycles and all that with the water weight that women gain wouldn't it be a i mean they you got to take that into consideration as well shouldn't you definitely definitely and even when i was uh speaking with my coach uh he even every time i told him like all right this is that special week you know just to give you a heads up he's like all right cool this is what i know to expect as your weight will fluctuate because that's just exactly what the uh the, the female body does so it, the, everybody's weight fluctuates but when you know women are on that time of the month it, it's even crazier <laughs> so, so we gain you know like seven pounds in a day and uh you know once the cycle once the course we can be back down uh by the following week or week and a half depending on everybody's uh personal Right. So it'd probably be best just to even avoid the scales at that time. If you're just, I mean, if you're doing it. Yeah, for the, for the general, for the regular yeah, average yeah. person, yeah. if you get any takeaway from this, I would say to stay off the scale. That was my motto before I started, uh, you know, doing the whole coaching thing. My motto was to stay off the scale. This is about how your clothes fit. Measurements are your best uh, form of measurement. <laughs> See, <laughs> if I can't say it in, in a more clever way. <laughs> See that that is that's that's uh, something that I really wanted to 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 hit on during this this uh, podcast because I I really when I log on and I'm listening to you on Periscope you're 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 very honest and and inspirational I guess would be the word thank you uh, you know to to make people realize that you know what it's it's not as bad as you seem, you know, and, and that, that, that you can actually do this. Um, what's right, I really don't do it from a purpose. I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep no, cutting no, you no, off. No, 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 go ahead. Go <laughs> I ahead. really don't do it from a purpose of uh, initially trying to be inspirational. I mean, if that's the, the, what is it, the end result or the after effect, that's all good and, and, and gravy. But... Um, <laughs> kind of dating myself with that, that word but uh but yeah i i kind of do it to kind of just uh for myself honestly a lot of motivators i mean for most for people that i listen to we all kind of say the same thing we don't um do it just to preach to the choir kind of thing we do it to tell ourselves that it's for our own to build ourselves up at the end of the day so i kind of used it i mean for me looking back now at my old facebook and twitter posts I'm actually glad that I've shared what I've shared because it also shows me how much I've grown. Now, um, because I was talking before the podcast and I'm sitting here talking to my girl about you and I started (laughs) laughing because, and I told her, I said, I would, I said, I said, I would die if they did like a swipe, a wife swap and you had to come stay with me. I go, because... (laughs) Because you work, I mean, I'd have to change my life and, and work out with you and do these things that that you want to do. How would you, right, right. what do you say to that person who one of them wants to work out and the other one doesn't? You know? Uh, how do you, I, how do you, I don't how mean do, to sound, I don't mean to sound uh, blunt or, or crass or anything, but my biggest advice is to do you. I mean, at the end of the day, even though you're sleeping next to them, they're not sleeping in your body. And if you're not happy with how you feel, um, you're the only person that lives there as far as in your body. So you got to make sure you enjoy the ride. 
So for me, I, I'm not the best example of, as far as like companionship because again, I've never had a workout partner. Uh, I've tried. We we we've had you know first here and there, but I never had a long term partner because you know they're they're not in alignment with with what I'm trying to do. So I would just keep going without them. They can catch up whenever they're ready. <laughs> <laughs> see, uh, and. When you first started working out, but see, you played basketball, so this might not be a good question for you. Uh, when did you start seeing the results from the muscle um, build up? As far as my muscles, well, I actually had uh, two transformations. Because when I first started uh, going to college, um, and that was when I first started really weightlifting on a semi-daily basis. I was messing around, really. I really wasn't what I was doing, but I would just show up and kind of mess around with the dumbbells and play basketball afterwards, and I would do that consistently. So long story short, two years into college, I built a little decent amount of muscle, some sat along with it, but I was a freshman 15, which is what I was really trying to focus on. <laughs> so uh, my second year in, I got braces and ultimately had to have jaw surgery. And that jaw surgery ended up knocking out 10 pounds in one week and 20 pounds over the course of five weeks. So wow. not only did I lose fat, but I lost two years worth of muscle uh, over the course of a month. So I had to restart my journey. Um, I was recovering from surgery for most of 2010, 2011. So I didn't really get serious about getting back in the gym and weightlifting until around the end of 2011, 2012. And um, that's when I really started to rebuild my body and build muscle. So I really started to see results as far as the second time around. Probably around 2012, 2013 was when I started to see myself really regain, regaining the muscle that I lost and uh, going from there. Okay. Now, do you would you ever compete in like a Miss Fitness pageant, or is that just something that? Well, like fitness competitions, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually get that question a lot. Well, as of lately, because I've taken you know taken things up a notch ever since 2012. Around like 2013, 2014, I started taking things up another notch, and uh, my training intensified. I got a little more smarter about my diet, and uh, just continued to progress since then. So now that people see the body that I built to this point, they ask me a lot more often. And the answer that to that question is, is I'm not sure yet. It's kind of it's kind of funny though because, like I said, I've been a tomboy growing up, and I didn't really grow out of it. So, believe it or not, I've not worn a bikini in my life. I remember <laughs> so you saying that on that stage, Periscope once. That's one of the biggest reasons why I haven't fully committed to stepping uh, <laughs> past that point yet. <laughs> uh, now, let's talk, uh, let's talk more personal real quick. We don't have that much more time left. All right? No problem. I'm just, I'm just going to hit you with some questions, and then you just, you just give me the numbers, Okay. All okay. right, bench press, max. What's your max on the Say bench? What's your max on Say the bench? Uh, I said, what is your max when you bench press? Oh, my max bench press. Oh, everybody's favorite question. As far as the guys are concerned, it's not enough is my max. <laughs> no, <laughs> give us a number. <laughs> I just started, actually, I mean, throughout my journey, uh, I never really focused on building my chest. I mean, because I always felt weird about, you know, 
I don't know. My my perception about building text on a woman has always been kind of like, all right, wasn't this too far kind of thing. So I kind of hesitated as far as doing that right away. Um, but recently I was like, you know, I just want to be strong. So I want to see how much I got. And I worked with my coach as of May was when I really just started working on how to properly bench press. So, so far I'm around the 135 range and I weigh about 135. So I'm not doing too bad. That's all proper form. You know, slow reps, you know, everything is uh, lock and load. So that's kind of where I am. I can do a little more than that probably as far as my max. But I can get a good maybe five or six reps at 135 right now. Hey. Okay, squats. Right. <laughs> squats. Squats. Same answers. But, like, when it comes to maxes, <laughs> not enough is my favorite answer because I'm always striving for more. Um, my My... As much as, like, you know, my body, people, you know, compliment me about my body, um, my lifting experience has always been a little uneducated for a while. I've, I've been learning some things, uh, but as of this year, I really wanted to get back to mastering the foundation, which is the bench, the squat, the deadlift. So <laughs> what I did, my squat weight max has actually changed since I've improved my form. My squat form actually used to be, like, really, really not, not bad, like, horrible but it wasn't ideal. So my coach showed me how to talk to squats, and while the weight went down, my squat form has gotten a lot better. I'm doing powerlifting form. So I haven't tried my max yet, to be honest, my new max, but I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> so then you're kind of like uh, like Tiger Woods. You just redid your entire game as far Pretty as much. the weightlifting. Yeah. yeah. Now do you do uh, like uh, aerobics, what's that, the mamba stuff or whatever it's Zumba. called? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've tried a class here and there. I've never been crazy about them because I like to, um, I had more fun in the weight room, honestly. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's always nice to switch things up. It's always good for your body. But after, if I could do anything different, I'm actually, um, me being like, you know, athlete, athletically driven, I actually have interest in things along the lines of more like gymnastics and martial arts or uh, any any other any, uh, any kind of like mixed martial arts and things of that nature kind of be more my style. All right. Uh, the final personal question. Well, it's actually a two-part question. Looking at your Twitter page, where did you get the dumbbell necklace and would you send it to me? <laughs> <laughs> I got the dumbbell necklace from um, Iron Warrior Jewelry, which is actually a, a dope website that sells jewelry that are mainly fitness-motivated and fitness-inspired. So they actually have things like little dumbbells and, and 45 plates and things like that. Uh, they have him and her. They have swole mate designs and things like that. And uh, what was the second question? Would you send it to me? When I send it to you, yeah. <laughs> I'll send you the website. <laughs> it was, no. What was the website again? Iron Warrior Jewelry. I-R-O-N Warrior, like, you know, the, like a warrior. Yeah. Uh, jewelry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anybody that uh, hasn't seen it, go to her Twitter page. Uh, I think we've seen it on your periscoping too. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's. We, like I said, we're almost out of time. Uh, let's. What made you start periscoping? Well, 
what made me start Periscope is actually, I'm not going to try and get too deep and all that. Uh, but like I said, I've always, um, growing up, I, I didn't really have the best experience as far as uh, my, my preteen years and, and puberty didn't really treat me the nicest in the world. <laughs> so um, I, I, I grew very self-conscious of my image and how I looked in pictures and on video and eventually tried to avoid it altogether. So between the ages of 13 and 20, I don't really have that many pictures and video of myself because of that reason. So um, I've, I've learned how to grow as far as personal development is concerned over the last couple of years, uh, thanks to like things like network marketing and, and learning how to become more of an entrepreneur. And I, I saw Periscope as an opportunity to kind of push myself this year. I, my main motto and my main goal this year was to um, just mainly push out of my comfort zone, do things a little differently, and just force myself to grow. So Periscope being live was a big, big deal. Even when I did record videos every once in a blue moon, I would do like 50,000 takes of them. So I'm like, all right, let's push the envelope. Periscope seems to be the new thing. Let's see what live is all about. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to look crazy, but let's do it anyway. <laughs> so that's really the story behind this account. See, and the cool thing about your periscoping, you don't get those trolls. You don't get the guys on there, and if you do, I've never seen it, uh, that that a lot of the women get. So that's just a reflection of how professional and and respectable you are on Periscope. So for that, I want to say thank, thank you. you, you know? Uh, no where, problem. Where can people uh, follow you at? Well, I, as you said, you can follow me on Periscope at Shine Brighter, S-H-Y-I-N-E, the word the word brighter, the way it's usually spelled, Shine Brighter. And uh, the same handle, I can be found on Instagram and, and, uh, and Twitter with the same handle. And on Facebook, I'm working on my official fan page, which is still under construction. But for now, my, per my personal profile is open and welcome to anybody and, and anyone. You can find me at facebook.com. Black, S-H-Y-I-N-G, which is the same as the, the shine wider handle, but without the wider. All right. Well, hey, I want to thank you for being on the Double E podcast. Uh, I know it was kind of crazy when I reach out to you on Periscope. You're like, oh, I don't even know what the podcast is. I know. It's crazy, though, because this is one of the reasons that, you know, I really appreciate you even, you know, considering me. I mean, honestly, I don't I even myself as a just girl just trying to be great. And uh, just trying to document my experience with the world. And, you know, for you to really appreciate that speaks volumes. I, I definitely appreciate see. it. Well, see, and that's what I wanted to do with uh, with my podcast. I, I want to leave something for my uh, children so that they can go back, listen to these, hear my voice, meet these people. Uh, you know, and my daughter, she'll be 14 this year. And, and you're a good role model for her. Uh, and that's, wow. that's why I wanted to have you on. Uh, I want to say thank you. Uh, everybody, go to Periscope. Follow her on Periscope. Follow her on Twitter. Um, hit her up now to be your personal trainer before she blows up and starts charging, right, right. And, and start charging way too much. Okay. Uh, whatever gets the bills paid. But no, I mean, you know, I, it's funny though. I, I kind of, not to let's draw this out, but I got pushed into personal training. I wouldn't say pushed, but kind of like 
led into it because I've actually had clients lined up for two years now. People that see me transform have been asking me, like, would you train me? Would you train me? Like, I'm not certified yet. I'm not comfortable. So it's all coming to, to fruition now. And uh, it's about to be crazy. <laughs> uh-huh. So and before I, before I let you go, final, final, final thing, I will send you three three things of little red velvet uh, muffins in exchange for that oh, necklace. Boy. But I want the <laughs> necklace. <laughs> red velvet muffins and a coupon nah. for a, and a coupon for a gallon of milk. Nah, I was just that free. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But no, I, you know, it'd be, trust me, you don't want mine. Mine has, you know, blood, sweat, and tears all over it. From my, my That's why I want it, so people will think that I actually put those marks in it. They'll think, oh, wow. He <laughs> hey, thank you for being on the Double uh, E podcast. I'm sure I'll probably see you later on Periscope. Uh, oh, definitely. I might get on right now. <laughs> well, out. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, once again, yeah, thank you for being on the Double E Periscope. And uh, this was my shine. Thank you. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much, Eric. Thank you for the opportunity. And uh, hopefully, if it's not meant to be the last, it won't. Oh, no. Nah, no, nah, I definitely have you back. Uh, my girl was working out, in fact, this morning. So, as she keeps going, and then I have to start because you know you can't let her. Look, you know, if you don't, if you don't look as good as she or as good as your woman, you know because they start going. Yeah, we can go to the movies. Why don't you get the ticket and go on in? I'll be in a minute. Okay. <laughs> they sit down right, when the right. lights are off. Okay. <laughs> And then, you know, right me at the end of the movie. Ooh, I think there's some extra credits. Just sit here till everybody leaves. <laughs> you know? Right, right. Here you uh, Yeah. Cool. Well, have a great day, and we will talk to you later, okay? Thank you. You too. All right. Have a great week. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.